That's not too bad. No, we're fine. Greetings, 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 salutations, and stuff for everybody. Oh my gosh, this day has just been crazy. Post Mardi Gras and post Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yeah, happy, uh, happy post Valentine's Day. That's the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. So all the time. Oh man. So, uh, I mean, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, so let's start with at some point, I'm going to talk about Madam Webb. At some point, we're going to talk about possibly a little bit about X Men 97, even though I haven't watched any of it yet. Um, but I heard it's pretty good. Oh, I, um, even, I didn't even know it came out yet. Yeah, I guess it kicked in today. I was like, oh, oh of course, I was at work. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was today or yesterday. It was one of the two. Um, but like, I, I saw a spoiler for for one of the the first episode, and I was like, okay, we need to talk about that a little bit. Um, of course, we we all saw the Deadpool teaser trailer. Yeah, we got, we're going to talk about the Deadpool te- uh, Deadpool tease uh, full trailer, first full trailer. Yes. Um, yeah, and then what? Fantastic Four announcement. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, dude, we can talk was... about we can talk about that in a minute. Let's we'll start with that. But let uh let me first get um all the NDC Three Rivers stuff going first. So um NDC stuff this Tuesday coming up is um we're having a three dollar Silver Age premiere in Elwood. So make sure you come and get that. All new boxes. So there's going to be like 30 new boxes. It's like 100,000 new $3 books fresh out of Todd's garage. Um, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> out of his garage. Uh, well, the, the stuff that's sitting there currently is coming with us to a show next weekend in State College. Happy Valley Comic Con. Uh, so make sure you see that. Um, if you happen to on Monday catch either Justin or I at uh, Static X, Make sure you say hi. Um, That'll be a fun time. Um, Then we have free graphic novel day on the first Saturday of March, which is, I think, the third. Um, That sounds right in my head. (laughs) So do the third or the fifth. It's one of the two. Um, But it's going to be a good time. We have a bunch of new books to throw in there to check out. Um, And... After, and then the weekend after that is the anniversary sale for Ohio Valley. So lots of stuff coming up. Uh, lots of cool, cool things. Uh, Three Rivers wise. Um, like we, we have like, we still had announcements kicking. We, we uh, announced our co- some more cosplay guys this week. Next week is the full gamut of Comicsburg um, in celebration of um, DP's uh, Theme of Thieves hitting stores next wednesday um uh, i actually bought some extra copies of him off him just in case this morning <laughs> so they're in my car they will be in the on the shelves in the stores next wednesday for everybody's buying pleasure um at least at for sure mills waterfront and uh butler um and i think that's Pretty much all the the bigger news we have some uh oh we're getting ready to premiere hopefully sometime this week our poster for the year um so if you are a business 
and and or a club or something that wants some of our flyers, some of our posters, just hit us up. Uh, you can email me at booking at three rivers comic-con.com. It's the number three. Uh, make sure you send that and we'll, we'll hook you up. Uh, local stores. We are going to be driving them around starting, uh, starting March. Um, probably first or second week of March. We're going to start, start pushing that. Uh, but you should have it all by hopefully by April at the latest. Um, if not before that, but so should we yeah. talk about the unexpl- well the the news that popped up this week doesn't concern us, but at the same time it's part of the community oh. issue. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, as a lot of you have heard, the Minerva Convention Center um, decided it was going to sell to Hobby Lobby. Uh, which would displace a whole ton of shows and vendors and things. And as someone who has vended at some of those shows and has um, a lot of good memories of that convention center, I wish all of them luck um, in finding a new home. Um, I know Monroeville, the city of Monroeville is getting involved and in trying to to stay the, the sale. Um, I don't know how that's going to turn out, but I just wish them all luck because that sucks. And I know exactly how bad that sucks um, because we've had to move our show before and we've had to move our stores before. And that is a hand that no one wants to. Um, So, uh, you know, best of luck to all of you guys. Um, I hope you land somewhere uh, interesting. If anyone needs a contact for the DLC, let me know. And I would be more than happy to get in touch with the salespeople for you. Um, But that's that's pretty much it. Like, I don't. I, I, I know there's some people that have had bad experiences down there. Some people have had great experiences down there. But you know what? Some people have had the same in Monroeville. So it's it's all about how you do it and what you do and if you make it work. And if you can make yes. it work, cool. Um, and that's really how I look at it. Um, I I want to say I, I keep seeing the negative uh, derogatory stuff online about Oh, I vended at this show one time at David L and it was the most horrible experience ever. And I'm like, okay, my, I haven't responded out of, it's not my, it's not my job to get involved in it, but at reading it as part of the community, look, if it's one time, cool, but it's, it's grown a lot. They've gotten better. It's not like it once was when they first popped up in there and they didn't know. Well, so very right. So you were very specifically talking about still CityCon. I was saying about everybody because this affects more than just them. Well, and oh, I I know that, but and like I mean, and the, and still CityCon has already had to do this once. Yeah, like because they were in the old Expo Center, yeah, and that shut down. They went to the sports complex for a while. They came back uh, in the what we now know as the convention center. Um, which has only been open since '09. Um, I remember yeah. when they opened it up. I was, um, I was still working at KB Toys. Um, we used to help out the the toy show guys before it became Still CityCon. It was Pittsburgh Toy Show. Um, but like, I know the guys at PGX. I know the guys at uh, some of the guys who do the train show. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes in on there that's more yeah. than Still CityCon, and people need to realize yeah. that this isn't just affecting that show. It's affecting yes. a lot of shows. Yeah. And 
and other things like they they do a bridal show in there. They do a bunch of yeah. other stuff too. They did tattoo shows there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So been there a couple of them there. And and that's my, why. But my know, whole thing is, I'm seeing a lot of negatory about customers going. Well, I guess I won't be seeing this because it's going to cost me an arm and a leg for parking and an arm and a leg for this mm -hmm. and blah blah blah. And I, I don't know where you guys are getting this narrative of that. Yeah, uh, I I saw somebody say something about fifty dollars in parking, and I'm like. Maybe for the whole weekend, but yeah, yeah, like, maybe for the whole weekend on a a when there is stuff going on in the city, which you know, like ours is no, no, no like three. <clears throat> if you do three days at yeah, I think it's like seventeen bucks for the whole day if yeah. you do the convention center parking lot downtown. Um, yeah. it's but our to be fair, ours is happening during the arts festival and yeah. the parade. So it's, so most, you're... yeah, most likely the, <laughs> it'll hit the event level, which is like 22 bucks for the whole day. Yes. But if you're out in, I think a seven hour period, it's still only like 15 or 16 bucks. Yeah. Um, I have, I have some, some stuff that we're going to post on our, our show stuff. Uh, also the, we're going to, at some point in the next month, post the, how to get around the pride parade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Again, it's it's this lot of the, this weird narrative of people going, oh, it's it's awful in downtown, and this is this and that and the other. And I'm like, I was like, okay, have you never been outside of any city outside of Pittsburgh? Because right. even at fifty dollars for the whole weekend, that's cheap, mm -hmm. super cheap. Yeah, I have a picture somewhere <laughs> on my phone from New York where uh, we walked by a garage during last last New York Comic Con. And uh, it was eighty dollars a day, day for the whole a day. Day eighty dollars. So, I was like, I was like, wow, I'm really glad I live in Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, yeah, even so Detroit, Detroit, Baltimore, like you're gonna pay way more there. Pittsburgh yeah, downtown yeah, parking is not yeah, hard, and no. getting downtown is not bad now that no. they've fixed all the all the openings. Like, you know, yeah, they're done working on the the Eleventh Street. The 10th Street bypass, there's like a they're down to one lane, but it's only on the outbound. All the bridges yeah. are open except for I think the Roberto, one right, yeah, the, Roberto, the Clemente, Roberto. right? Yeah, and then yeah, which doesn't affect right that whatsoever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of room, and I, I think some of the shows were growing to the point where they were going to look at look at that anyway. So I, yeah. I think this is a for some shows, I think it's a blessing in disguise, but it also sucks for the city of Monroeville. Um, yes. You know, I again, I just really I feel bad for like the mall people, like all the businesses out there. Our buddy Roy runs Phantom. Like, like if it affects him at all, like that's gonna suck. Um, yeah. like I just I feel really bad for people that yeah. say that. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, but we're gonna we're gonna continue on because I, I don't want to I don't want to get stuck. Yeah, talking about this. But I just felt like it should be brought up because it was a big thing that happened yeah. in our yeah. community. So absolutely, and and. You know, like they interviewed me for for the news. They didn't use my part, but I basically just said like I like we we feel really bad. Um, yeah. I mean, will it make downtown? Will it make the DLC a little harder to book? Maybe a little bit, but that thing is huge, and I mean huge. Like you can have a train show on one level and a comic con on the other, or a bridal show on one level and like the gaming convention on another. Like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. there's so much freaking room in that building. Like it's yeah. not there's not a, there's bad a thing. reason why Tech Techo uses like three levels 
on yeah they own. used the whole building whole thing. it's insane yeah. and yeah. someone was saying something ridiculous about 80 dollars per ticket and someone had to uh correct them and they're like no that's 80 dollars for all three three days, days. yeah and they're like oh i heard it was only one they're like no it's actually it's, it's four days it's four, four days. days yeah so that i mean that's a heck of a deal too so yeah. for those who hear a narrative and you're not quite sure if it's true ask someone in the know-how or mm -hmm. google it yeah google just go to their friend. website yeah it's <laughs> it, you know we all walk around with the internet in our pocket it's not hard to get to um yep. anyway so let's continue on let's talk about comics and then we'll go back and talk about some other stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, but we best of luck to all those guys. Like, I know a lot of them, and it's 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 not fun. It's not. Um, yeah. but we'll see how it plays out. Maybe maybe the city of Monrovia will help them out. I don't know. Um, but until it's all over, like if it if it is as it was stated, I wish them the best of luck. It's best I can do. Um, you know, if they they want a shoulder to cry on. I'm here for you. So, uh, best I can do. All right. Uh, let's talk comic books because comic books. Uh, whoop, not that one. Not that one. That one. Boom. Oh, cool. I get to go first. <laughs> so, yeah, I always load these and I just make sure that there's like one you, one me, one you, one me. I don't ever look to see what they actually are. Like, like I never plan it to be like, oh, I want to talk about this one last. So, okay. um, so this is Sinister Sons number one, and this is probably one of the funnest books I've read in a while. Um, it's Pete Tomasi um, writing it. It's uh, Lou LaFuente, I believe. Um, oh, Dave, David LaFuente uh, is the artist. And Just I, by I, the cover, it looks like it. It's one of those, you know, uh, angsty books there with you know the uh the kids trying to prove that they're not their daddies oh no 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 this one's actually the opposite these are kids trying to prove that they're better than their daddies <laughs> um so oh so uh uh what the hell is his name they actually finally reveal his name it is sin son is the the sinestro looking guy and then it's Dorzod, Darzod, I believe. Um, uh, where is it? Next page back, maybe. Lorzod. Uh, Lorzod is the kid. Uh, the kid Zod. So he got shipped off into space in the end of the first issue of Neil Before Zod. Um, Sin Sun has been in the backer of Green Lantern for like the first seven or eight issues. And in the beginning of this issue, he's talking about like, he has created his own core, the sin sun core. They are very much so yellow lantern style core, but they don't actually have yellow lanterns rings. Um, and he like takes a marker and like puts Sinestro mustache on himself halfway through the book. Um, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, and he's like, he he has like a DNA thing, like a DNA machine. So he's trying to, uh, and then he built like a, he basically like altered a Nerf gun to like shoot little needles so he can get samples of uh, Sinestro's DNA at some point. 
Um, okay. So he's pretty much like taken over this really small planet and he's kind of ruling it uh, through fear. And Lorzod's uh, crystal shuttle shows up um, and Lorzod's talking to a crystal like like he finds this crystal and it's a hologram of his mom and uh Ursa's like you need to calm down you're just like your dad um and he's like yeah whatever and he like crushes the crystal and she he's like you deserve each other parents who needs them um and he's like super super emo angsty he's even got the the emo mohawk haircut which i think yeah, is I hilarious that. that's um, that's very that's very afi of him oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for him to go whoa somewhere. In there. Um, but uh, so he meets the Sin Sun Core, kind of beats them all up, tries to be- make himself ruler, and then all of a sudden, Sin Sun steals his shuttle, and he's like, "Where the hell are you going with my shuttle?" And uh, at the end, they're just yelling at each other through the window. Like stopping the name of Lorzod, stopping the get off of the name of Sin Sun. Um it's very much so like the like a uh Super Sons, just you know, the bad guy versions. Um so this book was really, really fun. Um I give uh, the actually the only thing I didn't really like is I didn't actually like the art that much. It felt almost too kiddy um for it, but I like it was good. I just, it was just like, man, if it wasn't so like kitty, like the, uh, like the, the, um, the super sons had a little more depth to the art. Like it wasn't as cartoony looking. Um, so I'm going to give this, uh, Ooh, man, I'm going to give it, um, half a bowl of cocoa puffs, half a bowl of tricks with chocolate milk, and on the side, randomly a strawberry pop tart. Nice. Yeah. With 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 regular milk to drink anyway. Um, but it <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun um... with it. Um, definitely, definitely check it out if you're, if you're into, if you're into Sinestro or you're into Superman or Zod, I guess. Um, it was a lot of fun. If you liked, if you liked Lord Zod and, and Neil before Zod, or you liked Sin Sun and the back of the Green Lantern books, check this out. It was a lot of fun. Ah, that's the wrong one. What? I thought that was the one 43? that came out this week. Is 43. It? Yeah, uh, that's not, the, that's not the right. Oh, is it? Is that one also forty three though? I don't think so. Unless it's a variant cover. Hold on, let me look. I didn't see the. I didn't see that variant. It might have been gone by the time I got to it. So, the variants uh, are usually just if I don't get there before the variant hits, then. Hold on. I will look it up. I mean, yeah. you can talk about it. I just don't know yeah, if I'm going to get yeah. the right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Wolverine forty three. What can I say? But God damn, this is bloody as shit. <laughs> I mean, this is wow. Uh, so we left off with like 
Creed and his other uh, Sabretooth counterparts decimating uh, the uh, mutants in the Arctic there, um, tying up Wolverine and uh, basically just wreaking havoc there you go there we go okay that's better um and it's this issue starts off with a lot of flashbacks as you see like here's him on team seven um and it starts off with this for some reason it's a lot of flashbacks in this one uh and then it flash forwards today and creed is up against the shape-shifting Sabretooth and the female Sabretooth. And they're screaming at him, yelling at him, going, you fool, we lost uh, the handsome and they lost Cap uh, Sabretooth. And all they got the handsome was... handsome Sabretooth? Yeah, the sexy mm, one. They sexy call... Sabretooth. Yeah, well, basically sexy. he's... I don't, I don't know, like, what character is, like, that conceited? I don't, I don't know. But uh, anyway, they're they're yelling at him, and Creed's basically like, "Hey, uh, listen, you you two are weaker than me, so I'm going to tell you to shut up and do what I tell you to do." Uh, after he beats the crap out of him, <laughs> so uh, as this is happening, X twenty three is watching, like she's locked up in this cage. Uh, then they do another flashback of Sabretooth and Wolverine in Miami. Uh, they just destroyed like this vessel and how they escaped. Uh, then they flash back again to current time and uh, Creed is talking to Quentin who he kept Quentin's head in this box that was made by the uh, by one of the other Sabretooth's alternate realities. Uh, so Quentin is technically alive. It's just his head. Um, and he's asking how Wolverine's doing because means he's using... Kid, hold on. You mean Kid, Kid Omega, Alpha. right? Kid, Kid Omega? Yeah, Kid Omega. Kid Omega. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, his name is Quentin. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. like, I just wanted to make yeah. sure I understood who you were yeah. talking about. Yeah, All but me. if you remember, he had his head ripped off in, the, in uh, issue 41, I believe. So... Mm. Uh, he uses his head he's using this box as, as a testing ground so he's making him do all these projections and it, there's a lot of back and forth between Creed and Quentin um, but Creed leaves and then Quentin uses his psychic he's reaching out mm -hmm. and he contacts the exiles and telling them what's going on uh, so we're getting the exiles coming into this uh, so they're preparing for war against what's going on. Uh, X-23 is trying to play mind games with the female uh, Creed and the shapeshifter Sabretooth. Um, she ends up getting her tongue ripped out. Um, and then they leave. Uh, but they're planning to basically oust uh, 616 Sabretooth. Uh, and then you see the toward the end is the exiles are coming to meet up with Wolverine and the rest of the the crew to start this war. So uh, things are building, uh, but they're not letting up on the blood because the there is a lot of gore, especially when X twenty three had her jaw ripped out. It was pretty gruesome. 
Uh, I'm definitely giving this like, like the last one. Give me some uh, steak and eggs, man. There's some <laughs> good old, you know, this is some hearty Wolverine stuff. Good stuff, though. Uh, if you're not into it, I'd say go back a couple issues. If you haven't read Wolverine at this point, start from here and read this. This is some good stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Let me go back to the other thing. Kabam! All right. <laughs> I knew you were going to go. Good Lord. Before you even so, showed me what you were going to do, I knew you were going to read this one. So... I really wanted this book to be better, but I mean, th th like it's, it's okay. Like the writing's okay. Uh, the art's okay, but it's just boring. Like that's, I, and, and I get it. It's like the first time anybody's seen him since like the nineties. Oh, well, he, <laughs> no, I mean, he died. Yeah, I mean, well, he died in the 2000s in Civil War, at the beginning of Civil War, and then, like, where the other, most of the other New Warriors died. But then they brought him back in Contest of Champions. So, it's, it's interesting. So, so Dwayne Taylor, the Night Thrasher, is back. Uh, he goes to, like, he wants to, like, shut down his parents' company. Um, this dude's, like, meets him outside and is like, hey... I don't think you should do that. Like, I, you really need to, like, rethink that. Like, my parents, like, they were the only place I had, blah, blah, blah. And then you see this, like, gang of, like, kids in black hoodies, like, do a smash and grab in a, in a jewelry store. And they kind of get away from him. And so, he like, at that point, he's like, well, I'm going to go hunt them down at night because I'm the Night Thrasher. Um... Does he actually say that? No, but that's that was the vibe I got from it. But oh, okay. um, <laughs> so he goes, he goes and finds the the kids, and you find out that Rage, who's an old new warrior, is actually the guy running the gang, but he's called o the OG. They just refer to him as the OG. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, there's like a cool piece of the sister using her powers. Um, but that's that's really it. Like it wasn't wasn't super like moving, but like it wasn't terrible. It just was like pretty status quo. Like it was pretty like bland, like normal, right? Okay. So I'm gonna give this like a fried egg, uh, hash browns. And a piece of white toast with a black coffee. Because that's how bland this was. Wow. So, so it's it was, not necessarily bad. It's just like, it's not like it's some just, of the yeah. current stuff out. It's like, just... it, it's very like, okay, this is a setup issue. Like, it could get a lot better. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Like, that's that's kind of how it is for me. So Okay. Did I get the right one on this one? Yes. Okay, yes. good. This is uh fall of the house of X number two. Uh, we left off with Polaris and the brood going to attack while they hit that space station out there um, of uh, Dr. Stasis. 
um, while like they think it, she's just coming by herself, and she's like, "Oh, let me unleash the brood," and you just see the brood annihilating all these soldiers because they weren't prepared for the brood. Ooh. So uh, there's well, Modok and Doctor Stasis are working together mm-hmm. in this. So uh, while that is happening, uh, you see like the uh, the army of humans. I think they've captured Wolverine. And one of the guys looks up and he's like, why is this guy taller than us? Like by a lot. And they look up and there's Colossus wearing the guard uniform. And he's like twice the size of everybody else. And and then he's like, he's trying to like play it off. He's like, I'm one of you. Like he's trying to be like American. And then he uses the word, uh, bub. And Wolverine's like, really? Okay, uh, screw this. We're just going to kill them all. So they, they just start. Wow. And, and Klaus is like, oh, it would have worked. He's like, shut up and just punch. <laughs> shut up and punch. And punch. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so they they meet up with uh, Polaris. Um, and as they're doing this back on Earth, uh, Emma Frost, Juggernaut, Rogue and Gamut rescue Krakoa, who was being, who got captured. Uh, so they rescued the giant tree of Krakoa. Um, then it flashes back to Wolverine and the rest of them. They just miss Dr. Stasis. And he's, he even does like the whole na 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 you can't catch me type deal. Like, oh, I'm just getting away. Suckers. And he's like, gone. Um, and then we're flashing back to Earth. There was a lot of like, everything's going on at once. So mm-hmm. this is a really good uh, issue. Just as Cyclops is about to get executed by Omega. Mm-hmm. She gets... Uh, Omega stops and Cyclops is like, what's going on? Dr. Geiger stops Omega and deactivates her. Oh, wow. And Cyclops is like, okay, what's going on? And she turns out, she's like, I've realized things are going on beyond from what I know. She's like, tell me about Sentinel City. And that, that's how the Ooh. book ends. So it's this is getting quite interesting. Um, give me a good, I was gonna say, give me an omelet with a couple of pancakes. This yeah, this had a lot of good stuff in it. Uh it's hitting all the points, you're moving the story along, you're getting a little humor, and you're adding some intrigue into what's gonna happen next. So uh, I can't wait to see where That's this awesome. ends. So awesome. All right, my last book is Thundercats number one. Ho! Um, you didn't do the good variant though. <laughs> which which one's the good one? There's literally three fucking pages of cover gallery at the back of this bitch. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Five pages of cover gallery. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, because dynamite Five. loves their variants. Dynamite loves. There their are. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five. There's about 160 different variants for this book. 
That's insanity. Damn. And people complain about Marvel doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there's some good ones. Like, like oh, yeah. I, I'm sure. You know, a lot of well, them. Are, we got our person. Kind of we got one of our favorites, Maria Wolf. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's not even listed homage. because it was for a specific store. Um, uh, yeah, but there are some good ones in here. Like, even the Rob Liefeld one doesn't look terrible. Um, and that's is the same thing. No, no. That's and all the good. and all their mouths are closed except for Lionos. So, um, <laughs> but the even Tau Chitara one's really cool. Um, the Deladado one is pretty cool. Peter Smith's is pretty sweet. Um, I really like the Sahaj Shah, who just did the Sword of Omens. Like that's the whole cover. Nice. Um, oh, the Maria Wolf one is in here. My bad. Okay. See it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's definitely some really cool variants in here. Um, so the book, so, so the book is pretty much the pilot episode of the original show. Like it's, oh. it's like, hey, Thundara explode. Uh, so now we're we're trying to get there, and uh, Lido's capsule wasn't quite sealed, so he actually grew into a full adult while they were in stasis. And if it wouldn't, he would have been the same size as Wily Cat and Wily Kit. Um, I think the only thing that, that I, I don't want to say disturbs me, but weirds me out of this whole book is the fact that Tigra has a mustache. Like he's got like a full on. I noticed like, that on the cover of this one. I'm like, yeah, it's like a white Lemmy mustache. Yeah, it is. It is awesome. <laughs> Um, it's like the it mustache is, and then the burns coming up the side. Right, right, right. It's <laughs> awesome, but not because he had the burns before. He just yeah. never had the mustache. Right. Um, everything else looks good. Like the the arts, the arts very solid. The storyline is pretty much what you would think out of like the first issue, um, uh, of stuff. So it's it's actually kind of interesting, um, like how they kind of just took it and, and and it made it work. Like the mutants show up, like Slythe is in here. They show Mumra. Um, like, you know, every, everything about the book is, is pretty much what you want from a Thundercats book. Um, you know, and like the Jaga's ghost is there too. Nice. Um, yeah. It, it, it just looks cleaner than anything we've seen the Thundercats in comics wise. Um it's it's got the nineties nostalgia. Like Declan Shelby does a great job of writing it um to you know go to that that place and you know and, and just like how the Transformers books and the G.I. Joe books on the um what's the other one? Transformers, G.I. Joe, something else. Uh anyway. Like all these like eighties and nineties nostalgia properties are coming back. Voltron would be another one. Yeah. Um well they Dynamite did excellent with the gargoyles. So oh, this yeah, would yeah, probably yeah. be a natural progression. Cause I I've been reading the gargoyle stuff, but this yeah. it's more of a continuation of the story. They didn't start all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, th so. This is all the way back. Um yeah. but I like it a lot. Uh so I'm gonna give this one um not just a regular omelet but it's going to be a 
um, multi-cheese omelet. And it's all about that cheesy mustache that fucking Tiger has. Um, but lots of cat hair in the, in the oh yeah, a, a cat hair, <laughs> cat hair everywhere. Um, so, but it, it, I mean, if it wasn't like almost verbatim the pilot, like I think I would like it a little more. But I'm yeah. really, I'm glad that it's in that vein and it's yeah. not something weird and new. So I'm yeah. curious to see where the rest of it goes, but I I really enjoyed the first issue. So that's how um, we're going to see. Again, that. it's been what forty years since. Yeah, no, since not quite know, forty. So... Probably like thirty-five. I mean, yeah, well, we had that. It's... Hold on, let me see. We had that other secondary Thundercats. Yeah, um, that and was that, actually that really wasn't good. Bad. Yeah, I like the story of that too. I I actually enjoyed, enjoyed that more than the original. The story wise, just like the because it was the same time as. That He-Man reboot. Right. So and the original I love that one, a lot. Yeah. The original one was 39 years ago. Okay, so almost 40. It'll be 40 next year. Um okay. and the reboot was in 2011. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah. I like I said, I really oh, and I and if you watch the roar, which I did not watch, um, because it looked awful. Uh, cause it was like in the, like in the, in the style of like adventure time, right? Yeah. The Steven um, Universe stuff. Or yeah. Steven, yeah, I, I would see, I would say more adventure time than Steven Universe, but yeah. Okay. Um, cause it was like even more childish, but yeah. it went one season and it went 20 episodes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it went more. It went, f- holy shit. 52 episodes it went one a week one a week for every freaking day every day or every week for a year everyone so i i can't imagine that happening nowadays like you have a problem with getting out the 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 number 20 now without them going well we're gonna strike so (laughs) right so all right the infernals okay well, this would be my independent pick of the week here. Um, it starts out, um, a child is born. Uh, we find out this child is the Antichrist. And there's a lot of inner monologuing with this. So he's like, yeah, I'm the Antichrist. And he's like, you know, I've done a lot of things, but, you know, I've never, he never met his dad, the devil. Um but he's dying of cancer. Uh, but he has three children uh, as heirs that he has to name heirs to take over the uh, quote family business. <laughs> okay. And each kid, they do like a couple pages on each kid. They all have their own issues. Um, and you also towards the end of the book you see a lot of um you see the other faction which is like the angels and stuff um and this human kind of doing a evangelical thing going on mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it it this is like a really intense book like the art is intense in it it's very kind of 
watercolor, but even with the watercolor, you're seeing a lot of emotion and a lot of um, where they're going with this. Mm. Uh, but I love the the idea. I'm down with it. It's been a while since I picked up a new image book other than like Spawn or a Spawn spinoff. You know, it's yeah. So, I was going to uh, say, this is the first time you didn't do like a Marvel or DC book in a long time. Yeah, well, it, it's been a while since I've seen a uh, a decent indie book that I that's really piqued my interest. Uh, so look out you know, if Marvin's listening to you, he may yell at you for not reading The Edge. No, I have his Edge, but I already <laughs> I already had that. I know. Like, I I'm just giving you shit. Really. I just don't want I just don't want him to yell at you. That's all. <laughs> so he won't yell. I I bought his package our last con. Hey <laughs> So you bought his uh, package. Phrasing package, yeah. phrasing, <laughs> but no, I I like this. Uh, I'm giving this a good old. Uh, give me a a western omelet with some extra jalapenos and Ooh. some uh, sriracha for that. Ooh. Topped on top sriracha. of that there, sriracha on there. Yeah, that's some good stuff. <laughs> Marvin just went what? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. <laughs> this is for those who like the kind of this reminds me of a lot of the the hidden devil versus hell stuff, which got me in spawn. Mm. Uh, but I like this is a little bit more, you know, less about hey, I'm a mercenary with chains and this, right. that, and the other. This is more I'm an evil guy that's dying of cancer, but I'm evil, so feel bad for me type deal. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to talk about random stuff. So okay. first up is the thing that's less spoilery because everyone had a lot of time to already see this. We're going to talk about the Wolverine trailer. Yes. So, uh, but if you don't want to hear anything about this or X-Men 97 or Madam Web, get out. Come back <laughs> later. Mark the time. Get out. Yes. Um, it'll be fun. Uh, I promise. So, uh, okay. So. This launched in the Super Bowl. I love the fact that they were like, nope, we're not going to do the whole trailer at the Super Bowl. You're just going to have to go to our website and look at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then their their social media exploded with all kinds of hilarious shit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm expecting two t-shirts to come out of here from either Marvel themselves, doing, which I highly doubt because of how controversial they are, or some independent guys go to like, look, I'm going to make this kick-ass shirt. I just need your permission to make it. There mm. you go. And I think we know which sayings those are. The Deadpool and asshole? Because I think that would be great. No, like, no, no. That that, um, that was Hugh Jackman that did that a couple of days I, later. I also like the uh, the lockets. And if they don't make the, the <laughs> friendship lockets, like, like all I thought was, Oh fuck! If this thing becomes real, your wife is buying this for us, and I get the—I'm gonna end up with the Deadpool half. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she actually said that too. <laughs> That's awesome. So, see, do I know my people or do I know my people? Yes. So, but uh, I anyway. also was thinking, Marvel Jesus, that's got to be a shirt. Well, or, yeah, you're going to see a lot of. Uh, Deadpool in Jesus gear walking around. Yeah, at the con. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've already seen that though. Like, 
I've, I've I think it's going to be worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Bring it on. That's the kind of Jesus I love. It's great. Um, and when anyway. you referred to pegging, that's that's now canon. Pegging is canon in the Deadpool universe. Hey, whatever. <laughs> so here's here's my personal thoughts on this. After watching the trailer, I think it's going to be really fucking hilarious, but I don't think the plot's going to be very good. Like... Kind of like how Spider-Man 3, like the last Spider-Man movie, was all cameos, but not a lot of plot. But it was it cool to see all those people work together? Fuck yeah. 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 But the plot wasn't really great. <laughs> I, I'm i going to have the, I think Ryan Reynolds is going to be aware enough that it's not going to be as bad as people are thinking it's going to be. Oh, no, no. I don't think it's going to be bad. Yeah. I just think it's I don't gonna think it's going to be like funny. Oscar winning stuff. Right. I just think you it's going to be more funny than it is. Oh yeah, like yeah. than it is like moving the needle on whatever oh, is going to yeah. happen. I'm, so I'm down for it. It's as long as it cleans up the MCU mess that they've made. To a degree, I think it will. Um, right. And it's you have a good time in the theaters, mm. like hilar- hilarity wise. And I think yeah, if people go that. to the theater to see it, which is the thing, like I, I, I think, think this one will. Yeah, I think this one will because, like, I think part of the thing is people don't go to the movies as much anymore in general, right? Yeah, like that's one of the reasons why the superhero fatigue has happened. Is yeah, people just don't go to the theaters much. Um, but speaking well, of fixed... charge like ten dollars for a freaking thing of popcorn, wow. Well, um but uh speaking of of ridiculous like fixing the ridiculousness that is marvel um so we we forgot to talk about the fantastic forecasting so i mean i i like everybody but pedro pascal and i say that because i don't think i love his acting in in pretty much everything but i don't know if he's reed richards that's like okay and this is the first time that marvel studios has put out a cast list that i went i don't think that's gonna work every other time i was like it's gonna work this is the first time that i'm like i don't see that because like not only is the age difference between him and uh what's her name who's playing sue who's in the mission impossible movies um kirby her last name's kirby vanessa kirby yeah, something like that yes um like he's like almost 20 years older than her yeah. like that's a like like reed and sue had an age da- age gap yeah. but i think it was closer to like eight or ten years because yeah. he was like he was like a, a professing like a, a me- like a doctoral student Mm-hmm. do it as like a teacher's assistant when he met her in class so that would put him maybe like six years ish 10 at most like i said yeah. um but i don't that's the part that i don't see working out is is him now i could be wrong and i hope i'm wrong but he's the only one that i was like oh man but i do love the fact that eddie munson is playing uh johnny storm so- <laughs> hey Sorry, the doggy. She is talking. Oh, she 
she's she's getting very chatty about treats. So Ooh, treats she, are a good time. Treats are a good time. She anyway, had treats. So <laughs> so oh, okay. I I'm I'm gonna go a little bit different. It's like I see the cast and I don't mind it. Granted, I am not the biggest Fantastic Four fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch all the other movies. So did I. So did I. And there were got there were cast members that were made to be like Fantastic Four ish. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't have an issue with Pascal being. I would like him, yes, to be a little bit younger. They may slightly de-age him. Like I think that's what they'll do. But, but my thing is like if he's supposed to be in the MCU for like let's say 10 years with yeah. with other movies yeah. like that's going to be tolling and that he's in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. and he's like uh he's doing the the Last of Us on HBO like yeah. how much time does this dude have you know Well it's, look at Hugh Jackman he's playing a character that's supposed to be ageless and he's he's getting up there he's a, is he almost 60 now? David Hugh Jackman is ageless. The dude does not <laughs> age. Yeah. Like, yeah, but Jesus. Uh, Pascal looks good for a man his age. He does. I'm not going to say that. He's not bad, yeah. And I, I think he can last another five years-ish, you mm. know? Um, but again, you're that's like a future problem. They may yeah. not, like, they may replace him down the road, like, there might be an accident that makes him younger or something, and it's totally get get a totally different character or something, or mm. a totally different actor. And yeah, we don't know the the extent of where this is going to go. Right. Um. So we'll see how it goes. Um. They said the director is the uh, director who did the uh, Wandavision, mm. which I don't mind that with the Fantastic Four. That almost fits better than One Division did, mm-hmm. and they made One Division work. Yeah. So, I'm thinking this may turn out to be very good, and even if it's just a standalone uh, project. I'm cool with that. Me too. You know, so you know, you may you may get some cameos here and there and other like MCU stuff down the road, um, but we'll see. Again, we. We don't know what the the complete plot of everything is. We just heard the casting, you know, right. and the casting can change, you know. Yeah, yeah, something could happen where he's like, "Yeah, I'm too busy," or, or this I'm, isn't I'm working. Fatigued. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he could say he could yeah. say no. It's yeah. you know. I mean, and, we we will see. I'm I'm keeping an open mind. I yeah. just I just I think this... he's a hell of an actor to pull it off. I, yeah. I agree. I mean, he so. pulled off uh, he pulled off um, Max Lord pretty well, mm-hmm. um, but I I this is seriously the first time that I was like, I don't know if that's gonna work out the way they wanted to. Everybody else was like, yeah, yeah, that that's good. Yeah, but I was just well, like, they, ah. again, he is one of the hottest actors right right now, and they would be foolish since they already have him in other projects. Why not have him in this? You know, right. I, I, right? I get it. I see the understanding of it, and I I love him in, in most of his. Uh, I've loved him since Game of Thrones, where he was the the snotty little dick prince that mm-hmm. got his eyes gouged out. 
you know, and that was how long ago. Right. So, you know. Okay. So now let's talk about X-Men 97 real quick. So this tiny little spoiler that I saw is the first episode, Jean Grey's pregnant, which makes me go, that's not Jean Grey. That's Madeline Pryor. That's fucking baby, baby Nate, baby Nate, baby, baby Cable, baby Strife, baby Nate, (laughs) 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 X-Man, like he's all of the above. He's in there incubating. So, yeah, it was interesting. I was like, huh. But the uh, the art I saw actually looked pretty good. Like, it looked fairly comparable. And like but the like, first season of original X Men animated, or more toward more toward the last. End. Yeah, it looked it looked more toward like the end, but um, but it Not definitely looked updated. Yeah, okay. yeah, it looked updated. <laughs> Um, it definitely, it looks close, but it's not the same, right? Okay. Um, but I'm interested to watch it. I'll probably, I don't know, probably watch some of it on like Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. Um, I mean, as soon as we're done, I'm going to have to binge it a little bit. I'm yeah, sure. But I, but I heard it, uh, picks up right where the old one left off. So well, good. that's cool. I'm cool uh, which that. also then makes me go, shit, now I kind of want to watch all of it, but I'm like, I don't want to do that. Some of, those, <laughs> some of those were not good no no that the last like that last season was really really weird bad. there were yeah. there were a couple of cool ones like you get to see the the origin of mr sinister in the last yeah. season which is really cool that one mm-hmm. was you know they really went in depth with that and i was cool with that but then it was like but the some of those other ones like the Oh, I'm am in the fantasy world as Robin Hood or something, and I was like, "What the f yeah. is this crap?" No idea. <laughs> All right, so uh, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna talk about Madam Web. So if you don't want to hear these spoilers, GTFO, boom, out of here. Um, so I will say that it was okay right it wasn't total garbage it wasn't the avengers um i put it on par with like the venom movies like and the the morbius or the yeah the morbius movie like like it's pretty much like a run-of-the-mill sony marvel movie um it was a little clunky for certain parts um they did really well developing madam webb as a character but she's the only one that got developed in the entire movie like the girl so so like she's the main character right so ezekiel sims it starts off with like ezekiel sims and uh cassandra webb's mom in in peru and they are looking for some spider with healing found a healing factor and they talk about the the uh, the Aranyas, which are the spider people that are part of the if the comics that part of the lore is the spider god lore, like they protect the spider god, which ended up being the dude with like the giant spider body who ended up being Venom at some point, but that's not what happens. Um, so they find the spider. Ezekiel kills everybody in the sh- in the thing, shoots her to steal the spider 
the spider people come to try to save her because she's pregnant. And they take her to this pool and they have the spider bite her. And then she gives birth to Cassandra Webb, who is Madam Webb. And she dies like the mom dies. Right. And they're like, well, when she's ready, we'll we'll teach her how to do stuff. And then you just cut to her being an, an EMT in New York in the early, mid 2000s because it's like 2003 or some shit. Like it was okay. it was like really it was really funny because I was like, I was like. Whoa, look at the old school cell phone. There's still pay phones everywhere. Tube TVs. Like, it was very cool. The to Steelers see that, were really good. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck, man. The Pirates were really were half decent still. Um, <laughs> so, well, because it was after the heyday for sure. But, um, so, her partner is Ben Parker, who is Peter's uncle. Um, and that's played by... Scott or Adam Scott. Um, he does really well with that. Um, it's funny because he, he they he says he has this date with this girl, and he's like, he, I think this is the one, and she's like, What's her name? and he won't say it because they can't use May and they can't use Peter and they can't use Jessica Drew, and they can't there's like certain things they can't Jeez. use because Marvel still owns all of it. So they don't say May Parker, they say Ben. They say they don't say Peter, but you see him at he gets born in this in the movie. Like you see okay. his mom Mary give birth to him, like at toward the end of the movie. Like that's part of the po- the plot of where the timeline is, because now then you can go, okay, Peter in that universe, which is the same universe as Venom and Morbius, is seventeen. So yeah. he's in high school. So they could reboot that version of fucking spider-man again um anyway so she ends up like rescuing this dude getting stuck in a car the car goes in the river she almost drowns and she starts having these weird visions and which you know later they explained is the web of life right but the the way they visually did it looked awesome like it looked really good and i was like are you sure this is a Sony movie? Like, <laughs> that looks really good for a Sony movie. Um, and then you see Ezekiel for the first time. And um, he ends up sleeping with this girl in the NSA to get access to the NSA so that he can start looking for these people. And he keeps having this dream of the girls with their older in their outfits coming to steal his spider and kill him. So he's trying to find them faster by using facial recognition, but he has to de-age them. So his assistant, who's like a tech girl, de-ages them and then starts looking for him with, with NSA equipment. Like that's his, that's pretty much as developed as his plot gets is I'm trying to kill these girls before they can kill me. That's it. That's it. That's and wow. and and you know he kills the mom at the beginning, right? That's it, like pretty much. So then it's then it's a series of you know Cassandra figuring out that the the that she can kind of see glimpses of the future and kind of make choices based on which thread of of the web of life she deals with, and she saves the girls from him in the train, and then they go to the woods and she drops them off, and she's like, "I'll be back." 
She goes back home and gets her mom's books out and starts reading them. They just, they completely, they're, they're super hungry. So they go walk to this restaurant down the street. And while they're there, some dude sees their pictures in the paper, calls 911. The NSA girl like catches it and they, they send it back to, um, to Ezekiel. Ezekiel then goes to the diner. There's this awesome scene where Cassandra drives a car through the diner to hit him. Like, it's like a running theme of where she hits people with cars. Like, it's awesome. Um, or drives through shit to hit him with cars. Um, so she then takes them to Ben's. She goes to Peru to find out what's going on with the spiders. Finds the, the Aranya people. They tell her what's up. Then she goes, or then they, while they're at Ben's, Mary goes into into labor with Peter. So they go to the hospital with her, but one of the girls, uh, Maddie Franklin, Franklin. Yeah. Um, looks out the window and her face is caught on like a traffic cam or something. So Ezekiel knows where they're going. (laughs) So then, you know, Sandra comes home in time, drives the fucking truck through a giant, um, through a giant billboard hits him again <laughs> lands the truck it goes over the car with the girls in it and lands it doesn't break because they all get back in that truck and drive it around a little more <laughs> until it, until the radiator finally gives way um and then she finally figures out how to kind of control the 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 future stuff for a little better um and it goes back to this warehouse from the beginning that's like filled with explosives and shit and they had a, a big fight up there um which is all good and then it, all the girls are eventually like hey we're we're gonna be with you like we're we're a team now and during yeah. the fight like she gets hit in the face with fireworks which blinds her so that's how she becomes blind and then at the end um there's no no stinger trailer no mid credits trailer no nothing but the the very end scene is her in the actual metam web outfit like talking about the web of life and what and and the girls like uh you see the girls like grow up like do a flash forward to see them in their their suits um and i like it was like all overall like i enjoyed it but did i like was it avengers good no like like i said it was pretty run-of-the-mill sony um i thought it was interesting that they used more of the look of Jessica Carpenter as Madam Webb for her throughout the movie, like the leather, the red leather jacket and the black outfit underneath. They modernized her instead of the old <clears throat> yeah. school way. Okay. Well, I mean, she can't really do that until she's blinded in the wheelchair at the end. And then they oh. show her in the, the full Madam Webb outfit with the sunglasses on. Um, <laughs> but like, and that part was cool. I just like, for me, I wanted to see more, of the girls in the suits fighting. Like I thought that was going to be a bigger part of the movie. Now that said, I think in Venom three, we're going to see that. I think we're going to see those three girls be the spider people for Venom three. And we might see, and that will introduce the high school, Peter Parker in that universe. I'm that's how I'm calling it. Um, or I mean, I mean, it could it could literally just be Tom Holland because <laughs> it would line up pretty well. Yeah, 
you know. Well, my my whole thing of it is, I know Sony basically only did this because of their contract. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't do this, they lose the rights to Spider Man. Yep. And all Spider Man related characters that they do own. Same with Craven later in the year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and boy, from what I've read, now this is again. I don't like going by critics because most of these critics don't know a good, like an entertaining movie. If it bit them on their ass. Right. Because they're, they're like, well, this is the, the most mundane blah, 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 blah. Or it, it's not their kind of tea. So they're just going to crap on it. But well, they said it was very bland and I don't think it was very bland. I just think that they focused on a character that first off only is in like what maybe 30 issues total of, of spider-man books 50 if if we're like, for reaching yeah. it yeah yeah 50 if you count tie-ins right yeah she was on the cartoon yes like that's basically most of us know her from is mm-hmm, the cartoon yeah. she was never um, even a big part of spider-man lore to begin with other than uh i think she was in the clone saga right like i i don't know i haven't it's been a long time yeah anyway i know she was in spider island because she dies there and that's where jessica drew becomes the new or jessica carpenter becomes the new spider woman this is also so early that jessica carpenter hasn't met her husband to take on carpenter as her last name she still has her maiden name of cornwall oh there you go but the cast, like the acting was well done. Like the it's just that it the like, subject it, matter is like <sighs> they just didn't do a good job developing the rest of the cast as much as they did the main character. Yeah. And that's fine. But I mean, but I think Morbius had the same kind of deal. Like they didn't really develop anyone else in the movie. Yeah. They just weren't focused on him, right? Yeah. And I think that's kind of why, like, I, like I'm giving it like a five out of ten. Um, and okay. well, that's better than some of your Sony. Like, you gave Morbius like a two out of ten. No, like you were not. You were not happy no, with that movie I, at no, all. I, no, I thought I gave it at least a four. Like, or was I, the I, carnage? Carnage? What? Let there be carnage. Carn- the carnage. Really I gave like off. a. It was like a two or two and a half out of ten. Yeah, yeah. that was that was yeah. not good. That was the one I remember you, because I saw that with you, and you're just like, God, that sucked. Yeah, I'm like, wow, man, <laughs> like yeah. it didn't make sense. This is bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, right? man, like oh. Venom walking by a giant speaker and not <laughs> and it playing music and him not like freaking out about and it. Being fired, Carnage walking out of a burning building when he's like. The whole part of the movie is like, Carnage hates fire. Okay. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> so. uh, again, it's... I just wish Sony would just be like, look, just give us this amount of money and you can have Spider-Man back. Right. So. I, I And I don't understand how they keep... They make bad movie after bad movie after bad... And they're not making money. They're losing right. money. And I, they're like, yeah, we refuse to give this up. I'm like why oh. <laughs> so did you did you see the 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 uh the opening monologue that uh dakota johnson did on saturday night live last week when she was hosting no. 
So she said, I'm in this movie, Madam Web, coming out this week. It also stars Cindy Sweeney. It's like AI did a superhero movie for your boyfriend. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, wow. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. All right. Well, that's about it. Um, hope you guys have a great week. Remember to buy your comics at uh, your local comic shop. Doesn't have to be us. But it's got to be somebody. We're not having a show next week because of Comics Pro. Um, yeah. But come see us in State College next weekend at Happy Valley. So have a great weekend, guys. Yep.